The first letter of John, which we heard just before the gospel, says, Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall be has not yet been revealed. We do know that when it is revealed, we shall be like Him. We shall be like Him, like Christ. The vocation of every Christian is to be like Christ, but in many different ways, because no one way of life can exhaust the mystery of the life of Christ, which we're meant to represent as His body here on earth. The life of Christ is like a pure white light that hits the prism of the church and is refracted into many different colors. And all those different colors are the different vocations that we have in the church. Each one represents some dimension of who Christ is. A mother's love for her child reflects the tenderness of the love of Christ. Uh, the, the commitment of a teacher with his students reflects something of Christ's patience. The suffering of a cancer patient reflects something of the sacred suffering of Christ. Well, today on Good Shepherd Sunday, the church prays for one of those many vocations, the vocation to the priesthood. And as a gospel text, the church gives us the Good Shepherd discourse that we've just heard. As if to say, this is the kind of priests you are to pray for. Priests who are shepherds after the image of Christ, the Good Shepherd. Jesus says, I am the Good Shepherd. And there's so much in those words. What is a shepherd? A shepherd is, first of all, poor. Shepherds are poor. They can't afford to carry much with them because they have to follow the sheep wherever they go. And so we should pray that our priests are poor, that they're not attached to the things of this world, that they don't give their hearts to the things of this world, but rather give their hearts completely to the sheep. Their flock should be their treasure. A shepherd is also a leader. In ancient Israel and also in Egypt and the surrounding countries, the kings were called shepherds. And so, a priest is also called to lead. We need leaders today, don't we? We need someone who will stand up in the midst of so much confusion and say, this is the way. Follow me. The book of Proverbs says, the people perish for want of a vision. Christ had a vision. He knew where he was going and he said, follow me. Follow me. He repeated it many times. So let's pray that the church, that in the church there would be raised up priests who are not afraid to lead, who are not afraid to make decisions and take risks and then take responsibility. But in the very next line, Jesus tells us what kind of leader a shepherd is. He says, a good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So a true priest knows that it's not about him. He's not in it to feel important or needed or holy. He's in it for the sheep. He's there to lay down his life for the sheep. Jesus did that literally. 
he laid down his life on the cross. And the first priest, his 12 disciples, took the lesson because 10 out of the 12 of them literally laid down their lives as martyrs. Well, let's pray that the Lord would raise up priests who are ready to be martyrs in our church. And if that seems far off, let's pray for priests who are ready to lay down their lives through poverty and chastity and obedience. Lay down their lives through poverty by denying their own comfort through chastity, by denying their own natural impulses, by obedience, that is denying their own plans, their own ambitions, so that they can be free to wake up every morning and say, today I'm all in for the sheep. Today nothing else matters to me but the sheep. And then begin teaching and instructing and counseling and consoling and fasting and offering sacrifices to bless and protect and build up and give life to the sheep. There's a movie called The Guardian about the Coast Guard A-Team. Those are the rescue swimmers that get dropped in helicopters in the midst of storms around sinking ships or other catastrophes. And it begins by following Major Ben Randall, who's a legend. But at the very start of the movie, he is involved in an accident and loses his whole team. He loses his best friends in the accident. And so his captain calls him away from the water for a time to recover and sends him to, as an instructor to the A-team school. It's like a 10-week boot camp for the elite rescue swimmers. And when he gets there, he meets a young man a candidate, Jake Fisher, who stands out from the rest because he's faster and he's tougher and he's also cockier. Well, the day comes for time trials and Jake breaks every record, records that previously Major Randall had held. But it's clear at the end of the day that Major Randall is, is not impressed and Jake can tell. And so he comes to him exasperated. He says, I knocked off every one of your records. What do I have to do to impress you? He said, no, you don't get it. You're fast, but you're not cut out to be a rescue swimmer. Because if this is your calling, then day in and day out, you have to lay down your life to save others. You're going to come to the decision point where you have to risk your life to save another. And if for you it's all about breaking records, you're not cut out for this job. And there he starts to understand. And he starts to form his heart and teach him how to come out of the center and begin to lay down his life for others. And he becomes a great rescue swimmer. Well, let's pray to God on this Good Shepherd Sunday that he would give the church priests who are ready to lay down their life. You know, there's a more tragic side to this movie, The Guardian, which I think is also relevant by way of contrast. Major Randall, he's a hero on the water, but at home, his life is falling apart. He gets home at night and he has to take a handful of pain meds and drink a glass of whiskey just to make it to the next day. His relationship with his wife is falling apart and He's a hero on the water, but at home, 
things are, are coming unglued. And you see that pattern in a lot of movies, don't you? Now I think uh, maybe you've seen The Hurt Locker about the army ranger who risks his life day in and day out diffusing bombs in Iraq. But he goes home and things are falling apart. Or The Last Castle or American Sniper. It's this pattern of these heroes, but they're somehow tragic heroes. And the point is not to critique them at all. We need to lift up our heroes and celebrate them. They're, they face this, this tension precisely because they've decided to be heroes, but still there's something tragic about their lives, oftentimes. The point is this, that the Good Shepherd is more than a tragic hero. He's more than a tragic hero. Because his self-sacrifice proceeds from a fullness of life. He isn't running away from emptiness. He's not searching for meaning. He's not trying to prove himself. He doesn't throw his life away. He lays it down. That's what Jesus says in the gospel. He says, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down on my own. That freedom to lay down his life comes from the fullness of life that he's received from the Father. He says, I'm the good shepherd, and I know mine, and mine know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I will lay down my life for the sheep. So let's pray for priests who are men of prayer, men who know the Father and are known by the Father, Men who give the best hours of their day to God in prayer. Who wake up early to meditate on the Word of God and spend their last strength every night surrendering their lives back to the Father. Prayer is the secret spring of life that overflows in the priest's soul. So let's pray for priests who are men of prayer. Because if they're men of prayer, they'll have a fullness of life to share. They'll be able to repeat the words of the Good Shepherd who said, I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Today, let's join the whole church in praying that the Lord would give us shepherds after the pattern of the Good Shepherd. You know, there's much talk of the shortage of priests. And there's a desire that, that the Lord would raise up many priests. And it's true, it would be a great blessing for him to raise up many priests. Right now, there's only one priest for every 15,000 people in the world. Yet more than a great number of priests, let's pray that he sends us true priests. Priests who are shepherds after the pattern of the good shepherd. Men who are ready to lay down their lives, who are humble leaders, men of prayer who receive a fullness of life from the Father and lay it down for the flock.